You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website BuiltForTheStage.com. Or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right. Please enjoy this conversation. It's me, Roscoe, here with John Riddle. I got Bill for the Stage fan, Broadway legend and star. He's in your musical theater history books already. <laughs> he has this amazing Brooklyn cycling hat. Welcome to Bill for the Stage podcast. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, we're here in South Street Seaport, Brooklyn. Close yeah. to Brooklyn. Close to Brooklyn. What would this actual Wall Street downtown? I don't know. I never come down here. It's a nice place. But it's beautiful. It's a nice place to be. Um, We have some octopus on the way. Um, Grilled octopus. We're here at the Industry Kitchen. Shout out. And for those of you that are listening on the podcast, you can also go to Instagram TV and check this out on the Instagram TV channel, Built for the Stage. Um, So let's just get into it. John, you got stuck underneath ground today. Got stuck underground, that good old-fashioned MTA. Some things, they were really trying me today. <laughs> some things in life just don't work out, right? Yeah. You, know, you, have, you have some things that don't work out. Um, for instance, I had little microphone issues today I was telling you about. Um, let's just like start out with a funny story. So what moments in theater can you remember that just did not go the way that they were supposed to go? Well... I mean, that's an easy one. Like, <laughs> how, like the thousands of auditions where you're like, this is the one. This is going to change. This is going to, this is mine. This is going to change everything. Yeah. And, um, and then it doesn't go your way, but it's always about how you, how you pick up, how you, if you decide to pick yourself up off the floor and keep going because, um, because it's, it's just constant. No, you have to keep fighting for the yes. And so that always, I don't know, that's in life too, but especially in our business, but um, definitely in life because you can't just take the no. Do you have a specific memory, either of an audition or sometime on stage? I saw you're in West Side Story, and I know of a, oh, yeah. I know of a tale that um, 
Pacino on West Side Story one time went to shoot the gun at Tony to kill Tony. And usually if the gun doesn't go off, they have like a background or backup sound cue. Mm -hmm. And the guy does the bang or the shot and it doesn't go off. And he tries it again and the backup sound cue does not happen. And there's this tall tale that he takes off his shoe and says, poison his shoe and throws I it at Tony. I heard this story and I hope that that is true because <laughs> I, I think that's brilliant. You kind of got into another topic that I want to talk about, uh, the ups and downs of theater. Like you just kind of brought up the nose and nose and nose and how you have to just fight for the yes. Um, how do you combat that, the ups and downs of theater, the... I'm on Broadway one day, or I'm in a show, whatever it is, and then the next day I'm scratching and biting again. It's funny because, like, uh, I'm sort of in that place now because I just finished. I just finished a show and um, some random show, yeah. So this random show and and um, <clears throat> see, I was I was actually talking about this with a friend last night. I kind of enjoy that because I like the not knowing. I think it makes life exciting that way and not knowing what the next thing is going to be is fuels you to keep at least me to keep going and, and trying to make things mm -hmm. um that being said like the highs the high you know the highs are really high and the lows can sometimes be low but for me it's figuring out how to stay creative and how to keep um how to works uh, protein um uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, we just got our grilled octopus. It looks fabulous. Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, but I think it's about finding things that uh, that keep you creative and making things, and also doing things like, for example, now I'm remembering all the things that in my life that I couldn't do during an eight show week schedule, and um, and rediscovering things about myself and about. Uh, about myself that um, make me a full person so that when the when the next thing does come you're full I, there's this great book called um, The Artist's Way which I'm sure a lot of people have read who are listening but um, I go back and, and keep reading it one of the things she talks about a lot is um, filling the well and so that you're constantly um, I don't know you're you're doing things and taking things in whether it's uh creatively or like working out or um, seeing, seeing shows, going to concerts, doing things, that going to museums so that you're always filled with inspiration so that it can come out in whatever creative um, output yeah. you, you get. Cool. Um, that's, that's been like really on the forefront of my mind, just because I work with a lot of clients with built for the stage and like a lot of it is just the day-to-day -day accountability, trying to keep people mentally in the game. Right. And not only are they struggling with maybe a fitness battle, but a career battle. You know, actor or not, we all have our struggles, but actors in particular that keep fighting the wave, if you will, of ups and downs. Um, definitely a challenge so more I think more for that to come in the future if you're interested I'm thinking of putting a summit together about oh, cool. that with just some people to share their experiences to empower people that are struggling with that ways totally yeah. I also find that it's not like you said it's not just actors you know we all have these things but it is sort of like it's the artists the plight of the artists you know what, what whether 
you know, whatever your medium is. But, um, uh, but yeah, it's always, it, we're always searching for something. That's why we got into this in the first place. Because we're always like searching for that thing that, yeah, that high. You mentioned the visit with Cheetah Rivera, and that was your debut, right? Yeah, that was my Broadway debut. How did you get there? So before it all happens, and the it was very easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Any anything you want to share on it? So Just your uh, journey, I guess. I mean, I was involved in music my whole life. Quit when I was in middle school because uh, I wanted to play sports because all my friends played sports. I played basketball and soccer. And I kind of put all my music and theater to the on the back burner, and um, and then this. Uh, long story short, I decided to go to college. I I was going to be an architect actually, and then finally I was like, you know what? If I don't try to be an actor, I'm going to kick myself. I can always go back to school and be an architect. So I went to um, to college and I went to the University of Cincinnati. And uh, I was there for four years and then moved to New York. And I didn't work for almost the first year that I lived in New York. And it was horribly devastating. I, like, thought I was garbage. Like, I did, you know, I did, I had some, some cool jobs that, um, that, no, that's a different story, too. But, um, but it was the best. It was the best thing that happened to me because I had to go through that struggle. We're talking about the struggle a lot today. Yes, We're not getting no, too dark. No, no, no. This um, is what it's about. But um, I really went through this like transformative period of, um, I don't know, it just really toughened me up. It put an armor on me that I was like, okay, if I can do, if I can get through this period, I can, I can do it. I ended up getting a job. I went on the first national tour of Avita after like the year that I lived in New York. Um, went on the road for a few months and then um, I came back and I did a couple regional gigs and I did this job at the Kennedy Center and um, our music director, David Loud, worked on this show that Susan Stroman directed. And, um, and then he was working on the show called The Visit on Broadway and he, uh, so that was my connection that got me into the room, I think. Actually, no, this is funny. Um, I had this picture. My agent had submitted me for this. Some, like, it was, like, this off-Broadway, like, porn musical or something. And he's like, <laughs> no, we're really, get, we're really getting in there. And he was like, I don't know if you're right for this, but I'm going to send this picture in. And I had taken, I had done this photo shoot that I almost didn't go to. And but this, I got these great photos from it. And this guy... Um, sent or the my agent sent the 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 shot to the casting director, and they were sharing a ca the office with. It wasn't actually a porn musical. Now I'm going back in my mind. Retreat. I, I, I went retreat. retreat. Go I back from that. For a porn no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. And the photos that I didn't was, take on that yeah, shoot they was, weren't they, nude. They were nude. This is. I just take it back. Realize how crazy. Re all rewind. Now. Rewind. Okay. So anyway. Um, I'm getting my story taken, but that was another the, another the casting director. Yeah, that was a good one. The casting director shared an office with um, the casting director who was casting the visit, and they were talking about. They were like, "We need a guy who looks like such and such and such." So they hand this photo over the like across the I don't know the cubicle or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, great, let's let's call this guy in." But just those happenstance stories where it's always like. 
my point to that was like go to the go to the photo shoot because I got this one like random photo. It wasn't a headshot, but it was like this specific photo, and it all just like tumbleweeded yeah. into that. That's really tumbleweeded. No, that's, um, that's good. But like, so always go, always show up to the thing. Because you never know. You never know. You know, some famous casting guy right now is watching this. Go yes. to the stage Instagram TV, and then he's going to put you in Avengers 22 right. as, you know, the lead character. So this is why I showed up today. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I'm getting, I'm like... Going no, you're there, you're there. Um, that's, that's so the gold. visit, that's the visit happened. That's gold, yeah. Um, and then I was on stage, I was making my Broadway debut with all these legends, you know, like John Kander and all these people who... I had spent my whole childhood looking up to it. Yeah. You're on a Disney cast album. Yeah. So growing up, uh, John was in Frozen playing Hans. Uh, hello. That was that was that random show we were talking about uh, earlier. Um, you know, growing up, you have the. I, I don't know how old you are, but I had the like 29. Okay, so you pro you know you know the bubble VHS Disney like. Oh uh, yeah, and we have uh, all of them. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, how cool is it to have grown up on stuff like that and, like, listened to those songs and loved all that, and now, boom, I can listen to myself on a Disney cast album. It's funny. Like, I don't think about it like that until you say it like that. Because I was a Disney kid. Like, we had all of the – we had all the bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cast, the whole collection, which is, like, probably worth a shit ton of money now. <laughs> um, uh so yeah, I, it was a big part of my childhood, and so um, I would. There were times when I would walk into the theater and I would say to myself, "It's pretty cool," you know, like how full circle. Yeah. You know the the places you find yourself and how everything connects. Is, um, it was it was special. Definitely yeah. means something. Uh, I remember talking to Adam Perry that was uh, in the cast with you as well. Hi Adam. Hi Adam. Love you, man. Keep working hard, baby. Talking to him about you guys being there. Oh, you were there as well. I you, you might have both been talking about being there from the beginning. The, yeah. The journey of Frozen. Yeah. Um, can you share a little bit about the before, like the maybe the out-of-town tryout for the show, and then also what has led you to step away from the show? Um, well... So the before it was like two years that that I was involved in the show, and uh, which included there were three labs I think, and we're you're developing stuff in a studio space, and then we did the out of town in Denver, and um, three months later we opened we started rehearsals for Broadway, and uh, a lot changes in that time. So talk about you know you have to be. You're constantly, every day, adapting to um, to new music, new choreography, new uh, new pages in the script. Um, so it's great in that type of long process. I always enjoyed those things because it always made you know always makes it fresh. Um, and then we got into we opened uh, a little over a year ago now, and. Um, and then ran the show for a year, and it's interesting. I had never done a run that long before, or any show. I'd never done a show for that amount of time, and it's really interesting to figure out for yourself what, um, how to actually do that and make it new every day. You know, when you're when you're doing it 
show for three months at a summer gig or something. There's not a lot of time to, there's no time for it to get stale, you know, it's only three months. Um, and you have to figure out how in that, in that long run, how to, um, how to make it new every day because there's somebody in the audience who hasn't seen the show before. Um, and so it's the first time for them. So it has to appear to be the first time for you as well. Um, so that's an interesting challenge for an actor. Um, and then our contracts, uh, the year ended and, um, and it was, you know, we had spent two years on the show, so it was, it was time to go yeah. and, and, um, and do other things. It's like when you're in a long running Broadway show or any, any sort of long running, um, gig, knowing where you're going to be in six months is, is great. You know, like my sister's getting married this summer in Italy and I, I'm trying to plan my trip, but I don't know what my life's going to be yet, yeah, yeah. which I kind of love, but like I said, but, um, but it's also, that can be frustrating too. Cause I'm like, I want to know, you know, like I'm going to Europe on this day and I'm going to, but you have to make those sacrifices for, and keep yourself available and open. Um, so that when the right thing comes, you're ready for it. All right, taking this interview on the road. Um, we could go on the sea, too. We're on yeah, these boats. Right here. <laughs> and uh, there's like a pirate ship we're going to be walking by pretty soon. Just living the life. With real pirates. Um, so I want to talk to you about some of the characters you've played. And if you ever take traits from your characters that you discover, maybe about your character or even yourself, and then after the, the show is done, or even during it, do you try to like take on some of that? Um, example, I saw the Share show, uh -huh. and I was talking to Ashley Blair Fitzgerald, and I was like, Cher's a empowering, like fighting for women's rights within the entertainment business, blah, blah, blah. Kind of a person you could look up to now, currently, because she's a real person. But even like her past in the show. So any like characters that you have well, got to experience? I think that um, you know, like the reason that you get cast in a show is because whatever you have inside is you're gonna bring that to the to the character that on stage. So I think there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of things that are just already there. When you get when you get the part, or else they wouldn't hire you. Does that make sense? One hundred percent. I do think it inevitably becomes a part of you because if you're living somebody else's life on stage every night, eventually that's gonna that's gonna yeah. take over in some way. Mm -hmm. Now, I was playing. Uh, if we talk about Frozen, I don't know. I was playing. There were a lot of similarities that I found between the two of us. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a murderer going to try to steal kill somebody to take over their kingdom but yeah um but which was such a turn that i wasn't expecting right you're such an evil guy um and it's terrible um but um you know like we i wasn't doing hamlet every night you know yeah but um so there was a uh, there's a bit of i don't know what i'm trying to say there's just a bit of separation of course that happens you know uh i saw you played Tony and Westside at Casa Mignon. Uh huh. Yeah. Like Which is for, an amazing place, by the way. Yes, I've I've seen pics. I've never been. Yeah, it's um, great. Like for example, Tony was kind of like a trailblazer in the sense of 
he was breaking down like racial barriers, uh-huh. like where he's wanting to, he's in love with uh, Maria, uh, Puerto Rican, and you know the whole like Romeo and Juliet story of like people not mixing well, but he's trying to yeah he tear says, down those barriers. Yeah, he says screw you. Yeah, so things like that. Yeah, that's you a can kind of take outside. That's a great. That's a great example, and yeah. it's like, it's like um, I do think you when you play when you have those types of experiences and play those types of characters there's also where you might learn something from that person too you know and and say oh i kind of want to be i want to be like that yeah you know and that's kind of the cool thing about what we do is right we do that we have this like opportunity to become someone that is not you know like people identify you and label you like i've known you for years this is who you are yeah and you're almost like handcuffed to not try to Become someone else yeah. or like transform, yeah. you know? Aside from theater, passions, interests, who um, are you? What are you? What, uh, are you? what are you all about? I'm a big biker. I ride my bike everywhere. Um, hence the hat. Um, what else? I I grew up on the Great Lakes, and so... Um, Where? Uh, Lake Erie, near Cleveland. Oh, interesting. I saw you called me. That's right. You called me from an Ohio number. Are you from I'm Ohio? I'm from Youngstown. Right, we've covered this. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, because I still have you're, my... You're near Cleveland. I still have my Lorraine, Ohio. Yeah, you do. Um, area code. I love that. Um, anyway, so I, but we grew up on the lake, and so um, my family was big sailors, and we... Um, I sailed my whole life, which a lot of people don't understand how that works, but the Great Lakes are... Look at this view. Isn't it unbelievable? Um, the Great Lakes are big... They're like, it's like the ocean, kind of. Yeah. And you can't see the other side. Anyway, so I was talking about jobs that I had in New York. I used to teach sailing in when I was a kid in, and in high school at a sail camp. I moved to New York, and one of my mom's friends runs a sailing school on the Hudson River. And so, so, cool, so cool. my first job in New York, I was a sailing instructor. And so I used to, sa- I used to sail up and down the East River and... Um, oh get my stuck gosh. in the current. Do you get, do you miss that sometimes? Uh, I do. I, I miss, um, it was really cool because I got to, I met so many cool people in New York and still have made some, I'm still friends with some of the people that, that I had taught. Oh, cool. Sailing on the Hudson river isn't the best thing in the world, the no. tides and the traffic. Um, but it was really cool still cause I was getting on the water and it felt like a piece of home. Yeah. You know. Right. So sailing. Um, what else? Uh, I live in I live in Brooklyn. I have a garden, which is very nice. Mm. And um, that's a, big... that's a through line. Everyone I'm talking to, they have plants or garden. Something about having that life within a concrete jungle yes. apartment. I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. I think that um, like a home and having your home base, a place that you can come to every night that at the end of a long day that is just yours and it's filled with things that make you happy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, that's a big thing for me. I'm a cancer. So, um, we're, we're big into the home. We're big into the home and yeah, yeah. our shell. Um, and so, yeah, that's a big part of my, cool. A lot of plants. Cycling, too. gardening, yeah. and sailing. Yeah. I have been thinking of, I wrote a one man show a few years back and a one man show. That sounds like I'm like, like doing a circus. No, no, that's um, that's correct. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm 
been thinking recently that I want to write another one and do it again. So now that you said that, do I have it to do it. Now. Yes, amazing. Yeah, I uh, am a closeted playwright, and I just was talking to a friend. Um, not well, yes, a friend now, but it was actually Katie Goffman. She was on one of the episodes a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I wasn't getting cast. Cast. I uh, want to be creative." And be in something. So I created it for myself. Make your own stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's amazing. You hear that time and time again. You know, it's like, how do you think a show gets written or anything gets written? You have to, so write your play. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's, it is. I just yeah. have to now. Yeah, you just it. have to do it. I have to get people but that's in the, the scary, room. But that's the it. scary part, though, is actually, is doing it. Yeah. And we're scared because we're scared it's going to be bad or sometimes scared it's going to be good, which is a weird, that's another weird paradigm. But, yeah. Um, but I have the same thing. I have a lot of things like that where I'm like, oh, I want to make this. But then the fear starts talking. Yeah. So let's abolish that. I love that. Imagine how many amazing things would be in this world, even more so than there already are, if we could just stomp the that Yeah, fear. exactly. There's and probably you know, a lot of great things out there yeah. that need to be out, like, released. Even up, like, just yeah, between the there. two of us. Put it on the paper. Yeah. Um, oh, what was it? Oh. You know when you see, this happened to me just last week, you see some sort of incredible artist and they do something that is so original that you've never seen before and you're like, and you leave wanting to go make something of your own, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just always, I love when that happens because, and I try to, I always want to try to make that for somebody else too, yeah. you know, keep passing the baton. Well, John, thanks for being on Build for Sage Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a thanks real pleasure. Thanks for uh, joining me on Instagram TV. Guys, you can check out John on Instagram at the John Riddle. That's it. Riddle me this, riddle me that. <laughs> Love this guy. Um, check him out and all the things to come. He's going to do a one-man show. He just committed to it. You heard you it hear live it here. Yeah. One-man show is coming out. See you guys when we see you. See you guys. Later. And that'll do it with John Riddle. Thanks again to John for being a guest on the podcast. Remember, if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it, subscribe, leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. If you want to try out that free trial, go to the website, builtforthestage.com, fill out the contact form, and I'll be happy to let you try out the program. All right, guys, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.